Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. It's time to delve back into the world of BDSM. And I'm here to help you with that. But today is going to be something that I'm pretty sure a few in the lifestyle love talking about sometimes. We're going to be talking about power exchange. Or also can be called erotic power exchange, but you know. It's, uh, I gotta say this. It shows of how one, one way, a, one person can give their submission in exchange for another person giving their dominance. Now, the exchange of power is usually shown a lot in, you know, the dom and sub role. You can see is how a submissive might exchange authority for, let's say, uh, dominant responsibility. Now, this can be applied to sometimes in um, individuals' BDSM scenes or for somebody's entire way of relating someone else. It can be applied to some specific aspects, you know, lovemaking or the money or shoot all across your life, you know, um, a group, couple, poly, and poly, that's going to be a whole other can of words for later, but anyway, um, it can also be found in relation to BDSM, but not always restricted to that fun, fun spot, but you know, it's basically a dynamic that does involve both body and mind, bring them together like a hot PB&J sandwich. Or maybe together like uh, some chicken noodle soup and a nice Mountain Dew. Maybe not like that, but you, you get the picture. You get the picture. Um, anyway, to a lot of people, they can find it erotic and fulfilling. That's the main thing. And a lot of times, a familiar form of that is, a, you know, occurrence happening between two lovers. It's almost like a dance. It's it's pretty much instinctual. Um, the range of commitment to BDSM power exchange can vary from a momentary scene. Fleeting, may, um, defined very well, to uh, witness formal collaring, which an agreement which can govern the submissive's entire life. Well, like I said, not every dynamic gets the same now. Some dom and sub dynamics can have to the point where the sub gives over full control to the dominant. And in other dynamics, it's only control in certain areas, you know, where you want to go for it. But anyway, a good example of a spontaneous power exchange is, let's say, um, let's say the guy's going at it, right? They're getting pretty hot and heavy. They're about to get into the room. And let's say the girl is pretty much, she knows how it's going and she wants the guy to get a little rough with her. 
the guy been working out and he's feeling pretty awesome. So he just throws the partner into the bed prior to a friendly uh, ravishing, all right? Playing around blindfolds, addressing each other as master or mistress for like, let's say, 10, 15 minutes scene. Um, one guy may willingly hand over all personal anatomy and other power dynamic, but you know what? Um, a power dynamic can arrive between parties in a relationship or of a spontaneous result of their chemistry where a lot of times it's not done consciously it may even be done just uh, instinctively the power can manifest in a whole bunch of variety of ways in a relationship dynamic basically if I had to give it in layman's terms stuff happens you know that can sometimes even in BDSM, you know, you you're doing a scene and something unexpected happens, and next thing you know, well, hello, this was not uh, planned. But then again, as we you and I both know, life don't always go the way we want it to go, now does it? But sometimes it can be a pretty fun surprise. But anyway, let get back to it. Um, a BDSM power exchange can start at a very mild level, um, with one difference. Partners do understand and they still consent to the spontaneous fun. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, now, another one is uh, as a power exchange for a natural scene. A real basic one, you know. This one from his clear cut. Happy time. BDSM power can be exchanged on a momentary basis, which can be simple. You know, as one person is dressing somebody as like master mistress you know and during an intimate activity to the scene to express the power exchange to one another now on a psychological level we, we, I'm pretty sure if you heard some of the podcast we already know BDSM play can evolve power and dominance in um, a particular power exchange one person has to hand that over once again we've got that part in there now, in most of these exchanges, there are limitations. Like, you just can't go full-on He-Man or just Super Saiyan Goku on them. Pretty much, they do have a cap on that power sometimes. Like, for example, let's say, uh, the one I'm pretty sure people hear a lot, you do want to give safe words. Or, let's say, even uh, time limits. Or an explicitly negotiated understanding of what is allowed. In this safe, sane, and consensual BDism, power exchange is always negotiated. And I really recommend that's pretty much said. It's you wanna make sure that's definitely negotiated. Don't get me wrong, everybody has made mistakes. I pretty much I heard quite a few in the lifestyle say that yeah, they have messed up. Dom sub alike. But Recommend better for those starting out to definitely work on your negotiations to make sure to keep it as safe and as stress-free as possible. Um, anyway, before play, the participants do try to talk and make sure they know um, each other a little bit better. Like, you know, their physical, psychological limitations, um, a word that'd be pretty much easy to understand and remember, like a safe word like pineapple, sharks, 
uh, let's see, uh, Dr. Pepper, anything that's so random that, you know, you guys remember that, you know, would really not fit the scene in the bed, you know, it really stand out. Um, it's basically to help stop the scene in case it gets too far or to help give a plug unless going too past the limit, all right? Work out the tip with it kind of engaging, all right? Now, in these activities where the predominant or main goal is sexual ex- excitement or for the sub, um, being the bottom at the moment here, an aspect of power and control can be a crucial, crucial attraction. Where the physical or psychologically bound, the bottom is subjected to stimulation by the top. Top, you know, basically uh, a lot of times the dom in the scene. Such play often ends with the bomb allowed orgasm by the top. Now, of course, if you like to do what I do, would it sometimes tease and deny the sub as a way to help add a little spice to the situation, it can be a substantial component for this kind of role play. This kind of power exchange especially is the type typically known as erotic power exchange, or EPE, to make you sound awesome. Or make it sound short. You, you get the picture. Is in that um, is made in a lot of forms by people who are unaware that they allow they're involved in anything to do with BDSM. And of course, we got another one: power exchange for life. Now, these are ones that like to live consciously in this kind of exchange in a relationship. Partners make an arrangement. That covers the duty, responsibilities of the submissive and dominant for a long-term commitment. Now, I do say this is not meant for everybody, because for some people, this can cause a situation. I know I talked to a few that they say sure do not want to do long-term style. Now, some are okay with the bedroom and doing a scene or um, something like that. But for this one, this is not meant for everybody. Even for those who do want to try, I would recommend you definitely, definitely take the time to really learn whatever before going down this route. But anyway, um, some serve relationships can't be understood to last as long as a submissive maintains the performance standards. Um, they don't need to incorporate any aspects, you know, in BDSM, but the submissive willingly gives responsibility to a lot of aspects to her dom. And this arrangement of power exchange can be pretty much having a have a collar, you know, because I, 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 this is something I try to tell on some people. Um, a lot of times in those DS relationships, Dom and Sub, a collar can be a powerful symbolism between the bond of a Dom and Sub. And um, a lot of times, especially in these type of scenarios, it shows um, pretty much who she belongs to in some cases. Now, of course, some kind of, some just want to like using it for in between the bedroom, but for those of somebody like using it even outside the bedroom, it can get pretty serious. Uh, many people wanting relationship-based power exchange can um, reject extensive negotiation and, you know, take off the way the use of safe words, preferring to accept a heightened risk and uh, a more natural interaction. Basically, it's like pretty much they want to go all the way, you know, feel that rush, you know, and there is no brakes on this train, you know, either uh, they keep it going or, uh, yeah, they really want to go that route. Like I said, once again, not for everybody, but um, there are those who want to take it all the way. 
Um, the conflict line time for neither risk and neither limitations is pretty much one of the biggest, some of the controversies in this area. All right. Um, and then, of course, we have when uh, power exchange becomes total in an extense form. A submissive may give anatomy to a dominant to all aspects of life. Ultimate domination. <laughs> but anyway, this form of exchange can generally refer to as total power exchange. TPE. Complete. Dominality. Although the phrase is beginning to fall into a lot of um, not looked upon the best as uh, a lot of power exchange can ever rarely be complete in total. Um, and this one, the interpretation of each partner, once again, every dynamic didn't have to be the same. It's the beauty of BDSM. We can choose what works best for us or for anybody else who wants to listen, wants to try. Um, predefined and negotiated limits are given to the, from the submissive to the dominant. But TPE often is done in a master-slave relationship. Another example is again, master-slave is a whole nother ballgame. They even have formal agreements, contracts, all of that. Um, but like I said, um, that may not always be common with TPE. This is on the ground that there is no aspect of the submissive life that is not governed by the dom. Um, in some ways, they call it consensual non-consent. But like I said, we'll be, I'll be talking about more things later on. Um, probably in some other podcast. But anyway. Understanding of the parties for the dominant to provide a lifelong presence in the submissive life is required. And often accompanied by a witness former calling. Now, collared slaves have responsibilities and duties that can vary to mm, pretty easy-peasy or what the heck is going on. Now, once again, this is not meant for everybody. <laughs> I know I keep saying that, but I'd like to make sure I really re- re- reiterate this. Uh, this could be more some of the more extreme sides of BDSM sometimes. And there are people that actually seek this out. They actually do seek masters to literally make decisions for almost or just about every aspect of their life. Not all are the same. Personally, um, I do like taking the daddy down role, but even I don't want that much. You know, there is, uh, everybody got the limit and their style. Now, there also are other role plays, like school role play, uh, power exchange, like school teacher and student, you know, flogging, that kind of thing. Uh, the role play really just kind of add a little spice to that. Um, see a little bit of trainer and puppy or uh, kitten. I've seen some of that where submissive pretend to be or forced to act like dog, puppy, or animal in that situation. Um, another type of power exchange you could say is the SM One Nighter. A limited exchange of power negotiated by Dom and Sub for a single scene or a brief period overnight, one day, or one weekend. Like I said, um, for those who have heard about my um, podcast on subspace, I know it can be pretty rough, especially when subspace hits. I would not recommend wanting everybody to try one night stand because it can kind of, yeah, it can kind of be rough going subspace the first time. But some do like doing one nighters though. 
but um, I will say that we've been talking about power exchanges that this is pretty much some of the biggest cornerstones of BDSM and there's so many ways how power exchange can move that can change a relationship but that's guess what makes it so exciting and fun you know but anyway I think I will end this here for now I might talk about this some more in some later podcasts in greater details in some of the other smaller other type of dynamics in power exchange but for now I think I will end this here I hope to hear from you again and stay tuned until next time hello I hope you enjoyed today's podcast if you have any kinky confessions or I can let out any steamy or sexy stories you want me to read. Then by all means, leave a voice message or email me on the link on my bio. Or leave a message to me on Facebook, which is also on my podcast bio. And finally, if you want to get into rope for some bondage fun, that also is a link in my bio as well on Amazon that I think you might like. But finally, I hope you stick around. Because I really see this going in a way that might open your eyes a good bit. Until next time.